0: You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to Liberty Explained. My name is Chris Spangle. Thank you so much for joining me here on the show. And Liberty Explained is where we apply the libertarian philosophy to current politics. Make sure you check out libertyexplained.com. We have all kinds of resources, book recommendations and videos on a variety of issues and more than just the back episodes there. So go check that out at libertyexplained.com. Now, today's question is, how can equal opportunity exist when so many have so much wealth? What would be done about the 1% in a libertarian society? First, it's impossible to create equal opportunity under any system of government, no matter how free or fascist, despite it often being presented as a false goal by many snake oil politicians. Every government on earth can and does affect wealth distribution. Let's take one of the most communistic and closed societies on earth, like North Korea, and it was built on the idea of equality for all. Yet the Kim family has ruled the country since 1948. America has had 13 families at the head of its government in that time. The difference is that the presidents are in charge of one branch of one piece of our complex society. While it often feels like the president is the, the, the king of the world, it's uh, of our world, they're not in charge of civil society, businesses, or even the entire government. Just their branch of it. So while they are elites, there is no doubt about that, they're just one of the elites. The Kim family is the elite and they enjoy the benefits of total control over every aspect of North Korean life. That's the problem when you centralize control and you must continue to keep control decentralized. Now, but what about inequalities in American capitalism? Yeah, there are definitely enormous amounts of wealth concentrated in the hands of a few in the American capitalistic system. In freer societies, that wealth is more fluid though. Most family fortunes are dispersed in three to four generations. Now, upon his death in 1877, Cornelius Vanderbilt was the richest man in America. By the 1930s, the family was nearly broke. Gloria Vanderbilt had to find her own sources of income, and so does her son Anderson Cooper. Billionaires like William Buffett and Mackenzie Scott are dispersing their assets through projects that benefit society. In closed societies like Korea or Saddam Hussein's Iraq, The nation's wealth is centralized and doled out to personal friends and family. The force of law keeps that wealth stuck at the top. The quicker the dispersion of dollars creates more opportunities in lower and middle classes and keeps everyone with some level of upward mobility. Thank you so much for joining me here on this episode of Liberty Explained. My name is Chris Spangle. We thank you so much for joining us here on the program. And if you have questions, ask at wearelibertarians.com. You can send us a question and we will answer it in future episodes. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate your time. And thank you for joining us on Liberty Explained.